Okay, welcome into a special Friday edition of the Maze and Brew podcast. Uh, this week, uh, we haven't been doing a brewcast, obviously, with Chris leaving, and there's just not a lot going on right now, unless you want us to keep doing Bo Schembechler shows, which, I don't know, it's kind of redundant at this point. Uh, what's been said on that has been said, but so what we're doing is kind of filling an extra slot each week or filling in a slot elsewhere with an interview something different something uh a little more evergreen something you can tune into anytime this summer and this week um i was able to catch up with a special guest um anyone who is aware of michigan's exploits in the transfer portal recently know that they picked up a wide receiver about a week to 10 days ago uh dalen baldwin announced his commitment to Michigan. I was on vacation when this happened, so it had to have been June 13th, June 14th, whenever it was. Um, six foot three, 210 pounds. Actually a local guy. He went to Farmington High School uh, before transferring to Mott High School in Waterford. He was not ranked in the class of 2017 and has kind of had a weird... Um, weird's not the right word, but in an interesting path to the University of Michigan. He signs out of high school to play for Morgan State. Then he transfers to Jackson State, plays for Deion Sanders last year, and played pretty well. Uh, He led the team in receiving with 540 yards, seven touchdowns on 27 catches. It was a good showing for him in six games. Uh, That led him to be the Southwestern Athletic Conference Newcomer of the Year. So a lot, a lot going for him. The arrows pointing up on what he, I'm pointing up on what he's been able to do, and um, you know, really, I guess the the long and the short of the process is he enters the transfer portal. He's looking for an opportunity to showcase his skills so he can go to the NFL, and and at a certain point that looked like it could come in the form of a MAC team, something along those lines. But he started camping at these Big Ten schools like Michigan like Penn State, like Ohio State over the past couple weeks. And, you know, Ohio State offered, Penn State offered, Michigan offered. And with all of those schools in the mix for him, Baldwin decides he's going to transfer to Ann Arbor. So interesting guy, super nice guy. Um, you know, he's uh, he's not on campus yet. He's not in the directory. So we were able to kind of catch up with him while the dust kind of settles on his recruitment. And he did, you know, he did commit last week. So, um, about a week or so out from that, talk to him about the process that led him to Ann Arbor. We talked about his recruitment. We talked about playing for Deion Sanders at Jackson State. We talked about his contact with Josh Gaddis. Uh, pressed him a little bit on, um, you know, his, his goal is to reach the NFL. And you know, Michigan struggles to put skill players into the NFL. Um, you know, it was one of those day one, day two type of picks. They struggled to do that recently, and, and I, you know, we we had a good little conversation about that. So, looking forward for you guys uh, to hear that. Um, and then also, you know, we talked about Jim Harbaugh and, and joining a team that, to be frank, has a lot of pressure on it this year. So, um, it was a good conversation. I was glad that we were able to do that. So, here we go. This is my interview from earlier this week with Dalen Baldwin. Okay, we are here now with. The newest member, or one of the newest members of the Michigan football program, uh, incoming transfer, Dalen Baldwin. Dalen, what's going on? It's good to have you here on the show. 
Appreciate it. Nice, nice to be here. Um, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, enjoying the summer so far. Weather, uh, I mean, you're a Michigan guy. You know, it doesn't get too hot or too cold up here this time of year. So everything's going good. Um, but this is about you. So let's let's start with you really quick because you've had a pretty interesting uh, road to, you know, the University of Michigan kind of in uh, a different road, a lot different road that a lot of people would take. So uh, I know everyone has kind of asked you to this point, what was the process like? what led to it. But what I want to know is that now we're probably what about seven to 10 days removed from when you made your announcement, you made the decision. What all this time after that, what's, what's your, your takeaway, your reaction from the process you went through and has it sunk in yet that, you know, you go from a couple of years ago being a recruit without a ton of buzz. And now you're going to be playing at the university of Michigan. Uh, so uh, yeah, a lot of people have been asking me that. Even like not on interviews, a lot of people like, do you know what you like? Do you really know what you what you're doing right now? Like you're doing some stuff that most people can't do, most people wouldn't do. And um, honestly, I never even looked at it like that until not not too long ago. A long ago, when I was just sitting down talking to some of my uh, close friends and family, but I was just trying to be good at football. Like this is like the product of it, I guess. But I was just trying to be. I was trying to get to the next level. That's all I cared about. Like. So for me, it wasn't like, oh, I'm I'm going here to this school because I'm trying to get up out of here. But no, I was just trying to be the best player I could be. And I ended up reaping the benefits of that, being able to, to uh, go to a bigger institution. So for me, it's just like, honestly, I was, I was like pushing myself, just trying to get better every day. It wasn't nothing that had to do with um, me having goals to get to Michigan. My goal was to play at the next level no matter how I got there. I just wanted to get to the next level. So. Uh, I feel like this will definitely help my chances again to the next level going in a, like an early round in, in, uh, in my draft process and stuff like that. Okay. Well, you talk about the process of getting better every day, just trying to get to that next level. Um, obviously you impress the staff at the camp and, and things like that, but is there a, is there a player you've watched either at the college level, the NFL level that you've tried to emulate or that you've kind of, has helped you develop your game, given you a template for what you want to be over the last couple of years? Um, Chad Seco, Sterling Sharp, Devontae Adams, and DeAndre Hopkins. Those four guys that are like, I pretty much, any piece of film they got on YouTube, the way that they carry themselves, things like that, like, those are my favorite receivers. So for me, I just, I really mimic a lot of what they do. Okay. Well, you talked about the recruiting process and, and how you're just, the goal has always just been to get to the next level. And obviously if we go back a few years, like I said before, the, uh, you know, the recruitment wasn't quite maybe what you have hoped it was, or, or I'm not sure how that process was for you, but was it frustrating to you that, you know, knowing what your skill set is, knowing what you had to offer that uh, schools weren't seeing maybe that what you were seeing or what the potential that you thought you had? Nah, I mean, it it was it wasn't – at times it was frustrating, definitely, especially coming out of, like, when I was at Morgan and, like, I feel like I was working hard. Like, I had mental breakdowns. I went through a lot, honestly, just, like, uh, getting through everything. But for me, it's just, like, I just kept pushing. At the end of the day, I had, a, like, a great support system around me. Coach Winston, Rising Stars, Coach Mason, those are my trainers, Marv, those are my trainers, uh, my family. God, really just a relationship with God, like, just having faith in God, honestly, really helped a lot because – there was times where I didn't know where this was going, but I just, I just kept pushing. I don't know what happened, what made me keep pushing, but I just kept pushing because it was nice where, like, 
I'm working out, and I'm like, I don't know when this is going to benefit from this, but it got to happen sometime soon. So I was just putting on my faith into God, honestly. Well, the work paid off. Obviously, last season, uh, it wasn't a long season for you, but you kind of popped off in those games uh, with, with Jackson State, you know, playing for Deion Sanders. And, um, you know, it seems like you're a pretty active guy on social media. So you probably know, like, a lot of people were saying when, when Dion was hired that, oh, this might just be a sideshow. This is just for attention. But what do you see? What was the experience like of playing for him? And do you see bigger things for him uh, coaching-wise moving forward? Absolutely. He's a great coach, great person. Great, like, great. He's great at what he do. Like, him being great on the field, it shows that, like, he was great everywhere else. Like, he's a great person, great dad, like, like just everything, great coach. Like, whatever he's doing, he's great at. Like, he's trying to be the best at it at the end of the day. He's going to be the best at it because he's going to tell you just like he's going to tell anybody else, I'm going to be the best coach. Like, that's what he want to do. He want to be the best at whatever he does. So, and that rubbed off on me a lot. His confidence, a lot of that stuff, just from the whole coaching staff, not even just Coach Prime, but he bring confident guys around us to where, like, all of our players develop a certain level of confidence. We feel like we're the best at what we do. So, yeah, I see huge things in the, in the future. They're going to win, the, they gonna win their um, – Definitely win a division. Hopefully they get to a bowl game this year, a bigger, a big bowl game this year, then they'll win that too. Like I have no I have all confidence in that team. Those are my guys down there. I don't care what nobody say. Like so honestly, I have hundred percent confidence in those guys. Have you talked to Dion since you committed to Michigan? Yes, sir. We had is- uh we had uh we had uh he had DM, uh not DM me, but he had comment under under one of my uh pictures on Twitter. Just like God is great, and we, I just say all the time, and I like appreciate the opportunity. I talked to him. I did. I said that to him. And I also talked to my wide receiver coach, Jason Phillips, as well. Okay, that's awesome. So obviously, in your recruitment, um, Michigan offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis, also the guy who's basically in charge of the wide receiver room, was a big, you know, a big part in that. Had a lot to do with that, I assume. Um, Absolutely. And you don't. Again, I'm not asking for, uh, you know, the nuclear launch codes or secrets here, but what have they said about how they want to use you? Um, they, we didn't talk too much about that, but he was saying that he just thought I can come in and compete right away for a starting spot. That's the opportunity that I want, honestly. So we didn't talk too much about how they're going to use me. I feel like I could be used anywhere you ask me. I'm all over spirit, so. They can put me anywhere I'm going to produce. So, for me, it was just like, once I seen that, he was like, yeah, you got to have to start right away and come in and get in and compete for a starting job. I said, okay, let's rock. So, you, you feel comfortable. I mean, a lot of guys, they've looked at the size and the speed and said, oh, that's an outside receiver. But, you know, you, you want to play in, you want to play in the slot if you can. You want to do the other stuff too, right? I can play in the slot, and they will put me in the slot. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, when you, I know you probably still uh, kind of getting up to speed on everything and, and the teammates that are on the roster, but uh, when you look around at your peers in the wide receiver room or that will be in the wide receiver room with you at Michigan, what do you feel like you bring to the table that they might be missing or that you don't, you know, you might do differently or, or do you think you bring an element of something that Michigan might not have? Uh. Somebody asked me this before. No, nah, like, not for real. I, I mean, I don't watch them as much. I didn't watch them as much. The, like, the main two that I know is six. That's CJ and Ronnie Bell, number mm-hmm. eight. Like, I know them. Like, I see what they do. I don't, I like, I see what they do. Like, I don't watch the highlight tapes and stuff like that. Just, just trying to see who I'm playing with. And, um, honestly, like, no, nah, I don't think I just bring something that Michigan doesn't have. I feel like I add to it, though, so. It's just I feel like I add what I give to the team. I don't, it's not like 
nobody nobody's lacking anything. Like they're all great at what they they all good, really good players. They're all going to get drafted if you ask me. So for me, it's like no, nah, I'm not I'm not bringing anything that they don't have already. I'm just adding to the to the mix. That's all. Okay. Well, what has your contact and communication been like with Jim Harbaugh so far? Uh, we had talked a couple times when I had uh when I had came up there, uh, I don't like, I don't talk to him as much, but I really, uh, talked to coach Gaddis and coach Bell. Those are the two guys who really got me there. But coach, uh, coach Harbaugh is, is a great guy. Like just like just sitting there talking to him a lot. He was, I was, he was talking to my mom as well. He was like, just breaking stuff down to us. We're sitting in his office. He got a lot of quotes up in his office and things like that. Like I was just looking at that. So that was very like, okay, he, he know he understands what he's talking about. Man. Obviously, he knows what he's talking about. He's a championship uh, championship coach. So, okay, yeah, um, that checks out with what a lot of guys have said. So, uh, and I've seen I've seen in other interviews with you um, that you've referred to this as a business decision because uh, you actually grew up an Ohio State fan, correct? Correct. Yes, sir. Okay, so um, when you when you look at these other schools that you that looked at you, uh, other teams that you heard from throughout this this new most recent recruiting process, um, you know there have been times over the last fifteen years or so where um, Michigan, you know they've had some good players, some good receivers, but um, they haven't had a first round first round wide receiver since Braylon Edwards, and that was a long time ago. So for you, um, and that's not saying first round is is the bar. I'm sure for you it is, but. Um, so for you, does this opportunity at Michigan come down to, uh, is it a depth chart thing? Is it confidence that your coaches will put you in the right spot to succeed? Or, or you know, what, at the end of the day, like why, and I know this is a question you've gotten a lot, but what was it about Michigan and this opportunity at Michigan that said, you know what, this is where I'm going next? Uh, just the feeling, the feeling I was like when I got there, I liked it. Then I talked, uh, I worked out with Coach Gaddis. Me and Coach Hatter had a real good relationship. I was, he was coaching me. I was giving the information back to him on the field. I like that relationship. Um, I feel like it was a team like we are, we, 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 it was more so we need you than we just want you to be on the roster. It's like we need you, like come on, like we need you. And, and the recruiting, you always go with who needs you, not who wants you. And that's just fact. That's, that's like a golden rule in recruitment. So, to me, I seen that. I said that. I talked to the coaches. I uh, I, ca- I visited, and when I uh, when I worked out, and I came back and I brought my mom. And once my mom had said everything was all right, I said okay, because my mom my mom is a big uh, factor in everything. My dad came with me the first time, but mothers have an intuition that everybody else doesn't have. So I asked my mom right. to <laughs> check everything out. So after she checked it out, I was good. I'm like, yeah, we can go- we can go ahead and do that. I can make it right there. Mom always knows best, right? Absolutely. So, uh, well, there's been with Michigan. I mean, you're you're a breath of fresh air. You're a new face. You're someone that's that's coming in, looking to work hard, earn a spot. Um, there's kind of been a breath of fresh air with a lot of changes they've made this off season. Um, whether it be you know coaches on the other side of the ball, um, new coaches they brought in on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and there's a lot. I mean, with that, there's a lot of pressure. Uh, for the, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a great season for them last year. I'm sure they've all been pretty open about that. Um, there's a lot of pressure for them to kind of get things back on track. So, how do you feel about the challenge ahead of you and, and your new teammates and the guys you're about to go to war with? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I enjoy it. Number one, but number two, pressure pressure is is 
pressure is a crazy term. I always use it. I don't feel like it's pressure because pressure is like more so you not being prepared. We prepare the right way. We get ready the right way. We're going to win. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go past the expectations, go like execute the expectations, get past them. So for me, it's not really pressure. It's just like, all right, what can we do to get better? Boom, boom, boom. Let's, let's make the correction. Let's do it and produce at the end of the day. So I don't see it as pressure. It's just like, for me, this is a, a opportunity just to go ahead and ball and uh, help my team at the end of the day. All right. Well, like I said, it's a fresh start for everyone. Um, you have a chance at a fresh start with a, a big opportunity and one that, you know, I'm not sure if you maybe maybe not too long ago, you were even sure if it would if it would come and, and turn out like this. But so I want let's talk about like short term and long term goals of what your time of what you want your time to, at Michigan to look like. So like in the here and now, the immediate of this upcoming season and then, you know, long term, what it looks like on your way out the door at Michigan. Um, to winning a championship, win a Big Ten championship, win a national championship, and being the best team in the country. Personally, for my personal goal, being the best team in the country, no matter stats, whatever it may be, catches like whatever it may be, being the best team in the country. Then for us, just winning, winning, winning me and everything. So, have you have you thought about what it's going to be like yet? Running out of a tunnel with 110, 115,000 people you know, wearing the colors of the team you're wearing, going nuts. Like, that's probably the biggest crowd you've, you would have played for by far, right, I'd imagine? Yeah, most definitely. The most I had was about forty-five to 50,000, like that I seen at Jackson. Because Jackson, mm-hmm. Jackson State University, they, they have a pretty good fan base down there. So I've seen bigger – I've seen crowds about that side. But I never played in front of a crowd of 100,000. But for me, it's just like I don't really – um, like I don't really get nervous or anything, so it's gonna be like you might get those goosebumps just because it's like it's something different for you. But for me, it's just like the the field is like home now. So, and that just really happened this season to where like I didn't get nervous. Like when I was a freshman and sophomore in college, my leg used to shake every first play of the game, and that feeling completely that feeling completely went away when I got to Jackson. So for me, the, the field is like home. So it's just like. I feel like I don't want to affect me. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. It's, it's just go time at that point. All right. Well, that's all I have for you. Uh, we've been chatting here with uh, Dalen Baldwin, who is uh, Michigan football's newest wide receiver, transferred in uh, earlier this month. Uh, Dalen, we thank you for your time. Um, good luck in, in getting your feet wet and, and getting, um, you know, I know camp is camp is coming a lot sooner than any of us think it is. So, um, good luck with the new opportunity, the new team, and we'll be we'll be rooting for you this year. Appreciate it. Have a nice one. And thanks again to Dalen Baldwin for giving us the time here on the Maze and Brew podcast. That's going to do it for us today. You can follow me on Twitter at Anthony T. Broom. Uh, download, subscribe to our, our podcast wherever you get our shows. Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Like us. Leave us a review. It helps. It kicks up the algorithm. Uh, join the Discord. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on in there. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've been doing the NCA football streams on there. So a lot of fun stuff right now, uh, despite being in kind of the dead of the offseason, dead of the summer before things ramp up and we start talking about fall camp and, and games. So thanks for listening. Uh, you guys have a good rest of your day, good weekend, whenever you listen to this. We'll talk to you again next time.